0: Hello, Internet, and welcome to Inspecting the Unexpected. My name is Melinda, and sadly, my co-host, Liz, won't be joining us for this episode. We are fairly busy for the next few weeks, so I am bringing you some Reddit ghost stories I found interesting. If you want us to send us your ghost stories on our Instagram at Substantial, that'd be very much appreciated. Now, this first story is from Mood Knuckles on Reddit, and it is titled An Encounter from My Childhood That Unnerves Me More and More the Older I Get. Now, this is their story. I don't know what it was. Ghost? Something similar? Cryptid? Specifically a cryptid that can mimic human voices in order to lure people's places. I was twelve. My best friend lived right next door to me, and I'd spend the night at her place often. She had an older brother who was found around twenty at the time, and a younger brother around four. One night it was just the four of us in the house, and we were having a nerf war, as one does. Her older brother was a good guy and never actually mean or anything, but he did screw with us a lot. And so, during the course of our battle, he managed to get to the two of us outside and then locked all the doors we had no choice but to stand on the porch and wait for him to decide to let us back in it was around 11 at night now the front porch is on the side of the house within a little a clove the walkway comes up the side of the house and around the corner so when you are standing in the front of the door you can't see around the corner you don't see anything but the side of the neighbor's house directly across from you It didn't take a long at all, maybe a minute, maybe even just 30 seconds of us standing there waiting. It was actually an incredibly brief span of time. And then from around the corner, clear as day, as though there's a human being standing within 10 feet, just barely at a psych, what sounds like the voice of a little girl around eight or nine says, Hello? Is someone there? Can you please help me? And my friend and I instantly look at each other and pause for a moment to silently confirm what we both heard. And then we simultaneously start screaming and banging on the front door. Her older brother immediately lets us in and asking us what the hell is going on. We blubber an explanation and he runs and grabs a kitchen knife and goes outside to check things out. He comes back a few minutes later, says he walked around out in the street and called out asking if anyone was there and if anybody needed help. But nothing. The block was seemingly deserted. And that's it. My friend and I spent the rest of the night sitting around just trying to wrap our heads around it. I'd grown up in that neighborhood and I knew every other kid within several blocks, and there was no eight to nine year old girl that we knew of anywhere nearby. Absolute closest would have been a girl who was four. But what spooked us the most was just how it sounded. It didn't sound like a distressed child seeking genuine help. To be honest, it really sounded as though somebody was reading off a script with too calm of a voice. I think that's why we both instantly sensed that something was really wrong about that situation. It's like it didn't sound real. We thought maybe it was a ghost trying to mess with us. It's all we could come up with at the time. But after that night, we simply never talked about it again. I kind of even mostly forgot about it for a while. But then, you know, years go by and you hear spooky stories of other people encountering things, calling out for help in the off-sounding but seemingly human voice. And you see that these things are normally encountered in and around wildernesses. And we lived on the literal edge of the neighborhood, where north of us was miles and miles of open fields and hills and forests. But mostly, it gives me chills to think about it. Another story comes from a user that has an inappropriate username. However, they named the title of their story An Interesting Encounter. This was pretty spooky, to be honest. Around 3 a.m. last night, I was sitting in bed because I couldn't sleep. My boyfriend was asleep, and my cat was outside and assumingly far away from the apartment. I hear what sounded like dishes being moved around the kitchen, and at first I thought it was my cat because he likes to mess with the dishes when he smells something he likes. I go into the kitchen to see him, and my cat is nowhere to be found. I searched the apartment for a good five minutes looking for him. I went back to the bedroom, and about 20 minutes or so later, I heard a meow. Meow sounded nothing like my cat. It was a lot louder than my cat ever is, even when she, he's mad. And quite frankly, the voice that made the meow didn't sound or like any other animal that could have been around at the time. There's another cat who lives in the next door apartment, but her voice doesn't work. The second I heard the meow, a huge wave of dread and fear came over me, and I froze. I just stared at the hallway. Another few minutes pass, and I hear another meow. But this one was quieter and sounded almost like a gargle. After that sound, I heard animal paws slowly walking down the hallway. I'm still frozen, staring at the end of the hallway when the steps reached the end of the hallway where I could see. They just stopped and I never saw anything, but that intense fear and dread was hitting me in waves. I don't know what made these sounds, but the second the first meow happened, something told me to stay where I was. The next story comes from a user named Sadie Sunholm. Her story is called, The Girl I Only Could See. I was too young to remember this for myself, although I have strange, vague, familiar feelings of the memory. My parents told me this story growing up. It took place during a short time that we lived in a house in New Hall, California, in the Santa Clarita Valley. I was just a toddler, no older than three. My parents said that they started hearing me having one-sided conversations in my bedroom at night after they would put me to bed. So one night they asked me about it. They asked who I was talking to. Apparently I said, the, a little girl named Kate. Then they asked me where she was and I said she would appear in my dresser. They asked me what she looked like and I said she had black hair and black eyes. That's when they started to get really creeped out. Then they asked me if they could talk to her and I said something along the lines of, no, she doesn't like grownups. We only lived in that house for like a year and a half and my parents said it stopped happening when we moved out. But I remember around the age of five, I started getting creeped out at night and not wanting to look at my dresser, but not knowing or understanding why. I think it has to do with whatever Kate was. By the age of seven, I was no longer afraid to look in my dresser. Those feelings faded away. But I'll never forget the story. My parents said it was so creepy. They would actually argue about who should tug me in at night. This next story is one of the reasons why I don't like going into basements. This story comes from comfortable underscore gift 4959. They titled this story as Lady in White. Okay, so this one was about two years ago. This kitchen I worked in had a basement where they kept all the frozen stuff. From the employees that worked there before me, they all told me that the building as well as the entire street of buildings were all haunted and had underground tunnels going throughout the entire town. The owners of the restaurant just filled them up with cement about five feet of the tunnel. Well, I ended up having to work a late shift till 12 a.m. They stayed open till 3 a.m. on weekends. I went down to this basement to get some fries and onion rings. When I opened the freezer door, I felt a chill going down my spine and tingling sensation all over my body, yelling, Get the frick out of there. When I shut the freezer door, I saw a lady in white dress going behind the wall that separates the other half of the cellar. I heard the voice telling me to go over there, but... Because I'm used slash had several currencies happen already at this point, as well as seen several ghost movies, I said, F this, I'm out. I proceeded to go up the stairs when I felt an urge to turn around. When I did, I saw a lady in white rushing towards me, causing me to run up the stairs, being chased and slamming the door behind me. The coworkers workers I told about this told me, Funny, normally it's a man that's the violent one, not the woman in white. It's been two years since then, but due to COVID, I lost my car and now have to walk to work. Different job. But the last two days, I've been seeing the lady in white, sometimes walking behind me, but always staying 30 plus feet away, no matter how fast I walk slash run. This last story comes from Red Black 4014 where they labeled the story Pandemic Paranormal. Full-time firefighter slash paramedic, been on the job for 17 plus years, and I've never experienced anything like this before or since. I want to start by saying I'm a rational adult, but I believe in rational scientific explanations for things. But for this, I got nothing. A few years back, we responded to a call around 3 or 4 a.m. for an elderly man with a chest pain. On scene, we found a 96-year-old man complaining of crushing substernal chest pain that started around 4 a.m. Tuffle guide said, I figured hell... I'll sleep it off. Of course, it got progressively worse throughout the night, so his wife got sick of his complaining and made him call 911. out of his house was typical for a single-story ranch. Front door into living room, hallway to the right leads to the bedroom. But we were in with the patient, so the left leads you to the di- kitchen slash dining room, with a door leading to the attached garage. I was in the bedroom with another medic. Our third guy was sitting at the kitchen table, putting the patient's info into the the computer for the run report. As we started treating the man, he went to cardiac arrest and we immediately began CPR. While heading back out to the truck to get supplies, I yelled out to our other medic in the kitchen to get in the bedroom and help out. We shocked the man into everyone surprisingly got the rhythm back. As we were loading the patient for transport, I asked the wife who's also about a century old and in her nightgown if she wanted to ride with us to the hospital so she could be with her husband. She was obviously in shock from everything going on and seemed hesitant to leave the house, not dress, but we needed to move with purpose. We asked if their children lived by and if she could get a ride as we needed to transport right now. She said no, our daughter lives in another state. Suddenly so, And our third guy, the only one getting the patient's info in the kitchen, says, well, can your son drive you? To which she responded, We only have a daughter. This confused my partner, but there was no time for further discussion, and we brought the man to the ER. Believe it or not, he survived after coding a total of 11 times. After the call, myself and the other medic looked at our partner and asked what that was all about back in the house regarding him referring to their son. He told me right before I went to get him from the kitchen, a middle aged man walked right by him. He said that he looked just like like the old man but had dark brown hair and thought it must have been their son and he was wearing a white t-shirt and blue pajama pants and seemed half asleep when he walked by figured he came out of his bedroom that all the commotion will come up or something. He said that the man didn't acknowledge him. He yawned and sort of bumped into the kitchen cabinet before opening the door to the garage and going into it. He never turned the light on, simply turned back around, closed the door, and walked back past him and turned the corner to the hallway. Apparently, that was when I came around the corner to tell him to get in there and help out. her partner said, You had to have practically bumped right into him in the hall. There was nobody else in the house. I saw no one. It was just the elderly couple that lived there. Here's the part that bothered me the most. The old man, our patient, was wearing a white t-shirt and blue plaid pajama pants. So, WTF? Did our partner see? Was it our patient's ghost or spirit or whatever? Too freaking weird to wrap my brain around none of us could ever explain it and our partner still doesn't like to talk about it even years later if you're wondering where we got these stories it was on the ghost stories reddit page thank you all for listening i enjoyed finding and reading these stories for all of you if you're interested in telling us any of your stories please dm us on at stay substantial on instagram tiktok or twitter Please like, follow, and share this podcast. We'd really appreciate your support. The more we grow, the more things we can do. We upload every Sunday and hopefully we'll be back to normal in the next two weeks. So have a good day, good week, and stay substantial.